Welcome to a new edition of the Neon Jazz Interview Series with veteran jazz multi-instrumentalist, composer, and producer, Kurt Rosenwinkel. We caught up with him in mid-June 2021 as the world starts to wake up about a brand new project that is a remixed, remastered, and re-released double vinyl edition of his groundbreaking album, Hardcore. It was originally released on Verve Records back in 2003. This album has gained cult status as a landmark album in modern music and lauded by listeners and musicians alike for its forward-thinking vision and conception and seamless integration of electronic elements with acoustic jazz interplay. We had a very good conversation with this modern jazz star about the state of the world moving forward, COVID, his life in music, and so much more. Dig it. Joe Domino with Neon Jazz Radio in Kansas City, Missouri. Hey! What's up, man? Hey, I'm good. How you doing? I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Cool. Just uh, mixing a solo piano album. Right on, man. I guess that's the name of the game here. I was calling you up about your reissue and to kind of talk a little bit about, you know, you know, music lately and COVID, if you're up for it. Yeah, sure. Thanks, first and foremost, thanks for taking a minute out for Neon Jazz, man. I appreciate it. My pleasure. Thank you. You bet. So on Hardcore Records, you have a remixed, remastered, re-released double vinyl edition of Hardcore. Yeah. Talk to me a little bit about how this feels, you know, especially with the context of no live music for so long. We've all been kind of reeling. Everybody's been recovering. How does it feel? Yeah, you know, music, I think we've all gone to the things that really that we really need. I think this has been such a amazing time to really assess what's important to us and what we don't need and what we really do need. And I think that music, you know, is obviously something that we all really need and is 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 so powerful and, and nourishing to our souls and uh, no more so than in this time, right? And that's been something that has been really interesting for me like being home normally i'm running around uh the world you know traveling all the time and playing music for people live and that's great but the travel part of it is like so takes up so much energy of of what it of what it takes to actually bring music to people and so in the lockdown times it was interesting because it's uh, we're very fortunate that in these times we have the ability to really contact people directly through the internet and through streaming and everything. We're really lucky that you know we happen to be at this stage of technology when we're experiencing something like total isolation because we can still keep in touch with everybody and still connect with people. And I found that through the internet and through live streaming and making we did these master classes which was really great way a huge zoom call with you know 50 people and do a whole master class and a whole production and this way to kind of uh communicate with, with people was actually really cool and a nice way to use the energy rather than you know, going to the airport and checking in and, you know, taking, just busting your ass all the time to get to the gig, you know? So it was interesting. It's been, it's been interesting. And I was able to focus on a lot of projects that I wanted to do in the studio. I have a home studio 
So this this one project, this hardcore reissue, was something that I've been thinking about for a long time. And my label was uh, finally in the position to to launch the project. And uh, so what we did was we asked Verve or Universal Music Group if we could license the the masters for the from the original album. I have all the original sessions from the multi tracks that I did it in my house because I I made the album in my house on my computer way back you know, in uh, 2002. <laughs> and so I've always felt like, you know, we did the best we could with what we had at the time, but I always felt like, oh my God, if I had another chance to remix and remaster that album, then it would, then I could really uh, sort of, you know, realize what I was going for in the first place, you know, and it came out good originally, but now it's like so much, so much better, so much more sort of pleasing. And, you know, there were some, some sonic issues that, that were going on in the original. It was mastered. It was heavily limited in the loudness wars. We wanted to, you know, exist in the in the pop realm and like, you know, sit next to hip hop tracks and stuff like that. And so we just like crushed it, you know, and uh, and now we're much we're all much wiser about that kind of thing these days. So it was wonderful to just kind of dig back into the to the mixes and remix it and remaster it and add some bonus tracks. And also in the case of one song, which is called love in the modern world originally i did it as a as a kind of a midi orchestra and this time we retracted it with a real orchestra (laughs) so yeah so it's just been this amazing sort of uh rebirth of, of this of this album and it's just been amazing it's been incredible and it's really cool to also integrate it with uh the crowdfunding thing we launched this crowdfunding campaign and that's been really cool and we've got a lot of great feedback from people and a lot of great participation too so it's just kind of this uh full spectrum kind of uh project collaborating with our fans and our supporters and also collaborating with universal music group and so this is very interesting uh, and dynamic project for the label and for me as an artist and also technically for me as a engineer because I remixed it myself in my studio and it's just been awesome it's been really great project and we've got the masters now we've got the artwork finished we're about to send it to manufacturing yeah it's been it's been super cool this has to be quite a self-actualized moment for you to be able to look back. I mean, 2002 is so long ago. And to see how well your career has arced, to see how well things have gotten to that point, would you have ever imagined that this album would be such a seminal album for you and one that you could you know, actually do what you wanted with it and look at your career and see how much good that you've done? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I feel really blessed to be in the position I'm in now, it's, uh, you know, I've come kind of a renegade, I suppose. <laughs> you know, I have to do things, the, you know, I'm trying to find my own path 
you through life and trying to make the most of, of the opportunities that that I can see. And that's led me to things that I would have never imagined that I would be doing. Like, never imagined that I would have a record company. I never desired that or thought of that or, you know, imagined that that would be something I would do. But but it kind of dawned on me that that would be the, the best way to, to um, number one, service my music, but also have the opportunity to bring other artists up and and be a producer and a uh and a label owner and you know kind of talent scout almost to help the younger generation of artists and that's been super uh um satisfying you know enriching to me to help like pedro martins who's this amazing amazing artist you know i feel really important to help him produce an album with like the with no compromises and you know really to the highest level of of what his vision is with with my help and producing you know experience to add to that and and everything it's been it's been amazing uh, i'm grateful to to be able to be at the point in my career that that I have these uh, opportunities that I can help people and also help my own music with, you know, the, the way things are, but it's always a struggle. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's always, it's always, a you know, tr- trying to close my eyes and, and feel life and feel my own destiny, feel what the next place to go is, you know, and, and to just make moves based on on, on my intuition, and and uh, if you look at some of the things I've chosen to do, you might, and I I know this because when people have when I've gone through these changes and I've made a lot of really radical decisions, like quitting my teaching job at the same time, quitting my manager, which was my record label and my booking agent, and you know sometimes you just have to sense where these arcs of of life phrases where they resolve and sometimes they all resolve together at one point and you wake up and you realize I have to make these fundamental changes in order to accommodate life moving forward in the most natural way. Talking about taking a minute to kind of breathe in life and see where you're at, COVID has given all of that to us, whether we want it or not. I mean, there's been downsides and upsides. It almost sounds as though you've had a moment that's been forced on you to pause that has brought this project to light, and it has probably given you creative realms to operate on, and maybe there's new music that's going to come out, new avenues that you probably wouldn't have expected if COVID didn't come around. COVID has given us lots of time. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> I'm lucky that, that that I was in a, in a situation that I could take advantage of it and like, oh, well, great. I can, I can do a lot of the things that I was wanting to do, but was just so busy that I wasn't able to get to anything. So it was like a forced, a forced pause, you know, and that was, I think, you know, what, what a lot of us needed, (laughs) you know, I mean, and I feel sorry for some of the people who were like, you know, I mean, if you were in your career just on the cusp of of breaking out, you know, this might not have been uh, as good of a, of a time 
as it as it was for maybe sort of for somebody like me who's just been running around for so long that to have a break is good and yeah i found like you know performing music is is an incredible way to uh, contact with with the universe on a um on a present tense uh aspect where you're playing notes and you play them to the spirits you know and you're playing live and you play for the audience you play for the energy in the room you play as kind of a prayer to the spirits and to life itself that's my feeling of of playing live and that's really important but also it's really important to me to record music and to have it so that it'll so that something will remain when I'm gone you know and and I have these songs and these projects that I want to do and so covid has been a, a time where I've been able to to get to some of these a lot of these projects that I've wanted to do and take care of my songs and record music record a lot of music yeah so enabled me to give me the time to have like a steady schedule because i mean literally in my entire life i've been my time has been segmented uh, like since i was a kid my parents were divorced and joint custody and i've been living out of a suitcase literally since i was like 6 years old um back and forth from parent from house to house and and that wasn't bad that was really good i got to be really self reliant and you know me and my brothers were like a family unit and my parents are great and and it was like going to two different kind of aspects of life you know both houses and i learned a lot from from comparing the two and and I had a really good childhood but the sense of like uh um having a schedule like I never really had I, it was always fragmented you know like you know and it was always like looking at time in terms of segments of like one week or two weeks <laughs> since I was a kid literally and then when I became I mean I went to school that was probably the most consistent time that I ever spent in one place at school when I went up to Berkeley uh, for like two years then I went down to New York and was just hitting and and touring since then so there was really just two years of my life since i can really remember that were kind of spent in one place at, at, in boston for two years since then it's just this fragmented time of of you know going here and going there and touring and and literally until now <laughs> yeah. yeah so it's been really good to get like a kind of a, a schedule and kind of get into a groove and you know it's kind of it's been kind of nice like that. Is there anything else, you know, this time of all this time that we had during COVID was like a big mirror in front of us. Is there anything that you learned about yourself that you didn't realize before, like revelations you got? I think I kind of realized that I'm, I'm a, like all of a sudden I'm, I'm older than I realized. <laughs> <laughs> I get yeah. that. And I always, I always knew I would feel this way too. It's like, you know, first you're 20. And then you're 50, and then it's like, wait, wait a minute, what happened? What <laughs> yeah. happened in the middle? <laughs> How did that happen? I've kind of been like, huh, that's interesting, but it's 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 nothing bad. I mean, I'm I'm loving life and enjoying it. I'm about to get married, and you know, so life is life is very 
very beautiful and, and good and I, I think I, I just kind of threw myself in into work more. I feel like one thing I I realized is how precious uh, a day is and how quickly they go by <laughs> if you don't if you don't do something with your time, you know. And so we're trying to wake up earlier, and <laughs> you know we're trying to get up at like you know my girlfriend gets up at seven, you know. She'll try to get me up at like nine, you know, and that's a big change from from the way I was before. Yeah, that's good. Wake, waking up earlier. Yeah, <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> I totally dig it, man. You know, with this long absence away from live music, what do you hope we all realize? You as a musician and us as the fans in the crowd about the power of live music as it starts returning and we start embracing it again. I think that when we come back to that special feeling of being in the club or at the venue and the band comes out and starts, this thing that we share together is just irreplaceable by any electronic delivery means. And I think that that's something that has been really put into relief, you know, and it will be a relief when we get that again. I think everybody will feel that visceral feeling and, and feel how much that, that's been missing. So if you have a dream tonight and you run into your younger self from what you talked about as the years have flown by, when you were starting to go professional in your 20s, and you could give your younger self one piece of advice of what you've learned throughout the years, what would it be? Do your taxes. <laughs> there you go. That needs no explanation. <laughs> so my final hot seat question for you here is this. Uh, everyone has a perception or an idea of who they are whether it's your persona as a musician or you as a friend or a family member or, you know, your students that you've educated, but you're the one ultimately living your life. Who do you think you are? Wow. Cool question. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I just read something along those lines um, that you are not only what you think you are, but you are also what everybody else thinks you are. Um, I think... I am an honest person trying to make the most out of life and do the best I can for my music and 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 for the people around me and yeah just 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 trying to to make the most of of the opportunities I have that's you know, and an honest counselor, you know, that's one time my girlfriend, a uh, long time ago, we, we stopped at a truck stop and she picked up a cup. She bought a cup at the gift shop that had my name on it. And at the other side, it said, Kurt, on the other side, it said, honest counselor. That's how I see myself. Right on. That's a great visual, man. That's how, that's a Rockwellian image right there. Um, <laughs> Kurt, hey man, this has been illuminating and great. I'm so glad that I finally had the chance to catch up with you. Good luck on this release and, and a mighty triumphant return to the stage. We're all thirsty for it, man. Thank you so much. I hope to see you out there. Thanks for listening and tuning in to another Neon Jazz interview where we give you a bit of insight into the finest cats in Boston, Germany, Kansas City, and spots all over the world giving fans all that jazz. And thanks to Kurt for his time, cool, and class. 
If you want to hear more interviews, go to Famous Interviews with Joe Domino in the iTunes Store. Visit Neon Jazz at YouTube.com and for everything Neon Jazz all the time, go to the neonjazz.blogspot.com. Until next time, enjoy the jazz, my friends. Neon Jazz.